Good morning, everybody. This is Larry. And Dawn. And we are here for Restoring the Farmstead podcast. And we haven't made one in a while, even though we promised and put it on the calendar that we would. We're finally getting around to it. It's the 23rd of August, 2020. Hope you've all been surviving the uh, the Rona out there and whatever's happening in your state or your country. So, how has the uh, farmstead been, dear? Oh, busy. Busy. (laughs) (laughs) Lots going on. Summertime is a very busy time for uh, the farm. So, keeping up with the uh, plants, the weeds, the animals. The grandkids. The grandkids, yeah. (laughs) Just keeping up with everything and and still trying to find a place for everything and everything in its place. I think that's a forever challenge. Yep, but we're getting closer. Yeah. In our lodge, uh, a lot of stuff has moved upstairs. I still have to get shelves made up there. Uh, got one, that particular project. The I don't know what happened, but the wood twisted. My two, my two, I was using uh, two-by-threes, and they just twisted, I think, in the heat. And uh, so I need to uh, do something different with that, but we're... Uh, we're looking at getting some concrete downstairs and uh, in the next month or so. Yep. Yep, that is the plan. And we need... Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was watching this bird that was flying around the sunflowers, and so it was, it was intriguing because of the colors. It was bright yellow. Well, and, and you said sunflowers. Why don't you tell them what you uh, made out there this summer? Well, I made a, uh, I had seen, I think on Pinterest actually, or it was a sunflower room. And so I made a circle of sunflowers with a little door opening. And they've been growing really good. I mean, there is, they're really beautiful. All different. I didn't have the same variety. I had all different varieties. So there's a variety of different kinds and colors of sunflowers out there but and heights and heights yeah yeah and yeah there's one that's probably would you say about 12 feet maybe 10 uh, probably 10, 10. 10 probably feet. 10 and then there's one that's maybe about a foot yeah <laughs> that's kind of weird but it's growing <laughs> and but it's it's been fun watching them and and seeing the bees and the hummingbirds and just the birds and all the different um you know, enjoying it as much as we are enjoying watching them bloom and just grow. And it's, it's been cool. It's been a fun experience. Now, how about you mentioned the hummingbirds and you got some feeders. What have you been seeing there? Um, well, I need to check out some varieties because uh, there's one little one that comes in. I don't think it's but a, probably about an inch and a half to two inches tall, if that. And it's got a bright red, like, collar on and um, it's been fun, and it comes quite frequently, and it's uh, been fun watching it. But they like to go and visit the sunflowers, and so um, we have quite a few hummingbirds around here between the sunflowers and this our, our, our hummingbird feeders that we have out for them. And one of the fun things also for watching, and I didn't, I mean, we didn't necessarily do it as much right at the start, but we, we had set up a new goat pen, uh, right by the house, you know, in essence, but it's be, it's on the back side of the dam for our pond. 
and it was always just a weedy thicket. So we put a, we fenced in all that area and stuck our six bucks back there. And amazingly, inside of two months, they had everything eaten and they were hungry. They were needing food. And so we fenced off another area that we usually just mow and part of the the edge, I would say maybe a fourth going around the pond. And they have, uh, and, and also the spillway for the pond, which had grass five foot high in it. And they have just eaten and eaten and eaten, but it's so close to our deck that we just sit out there and we just watch the goats. Yeah, it's been really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed watching them them being so close to the house so we can watch them because the way we have our animals positioned, you can't see the animals from our house and um which i I, it's kind of sad because i like to sit and watch them and so it's been neat seeing them right there i'm going to be sad when we move them back into their winter pen because won't be able to see them again (laughs) (laughs) and uh, two of them are more talkative uh, our two kikos and when they see us come out on the deck they holler they go hello you know to us in their little goat way as they're munching so that's that's a fun fun thing also fun thing out here well we were going to talk about garden and uh, our efforts this spring to expand the garden significantly and then do our best to keep up with it and what kind of a grade would you give our garden this year? A through F. Well, I'm leaning on a C minus maybe. (laughs) I mean, we had some success um, and we've had, I think we've had quite a bit of failure and I don't know if it was our error or exactly, you know, where the problem is, but we really need to figure this out because um, some of the, uh, well, our green beans, (laughs) I think the green beans were just bad seed that we got. And because we planted a whole lot of green beans and we got nothing. They came up, they were all about three or five inches tall, and then they stopped growing. And that yep. was it. Yep. So, And I've heard other people, just as I lament about the green beans, <coughs> other people saying they had lousy crops of green beans. Some people, they had really good. So I don't know what was going on, but I know we weren't the only ones who had you know no success with the green beans yeah i would say the green beans was not our failure that was something and exactly in the corn as well because we actually had to plant our corn twice because the first planting nothing came it up. it was less than one percent came up and so then we planted again and the second, every everything yeah came the up. second planting everything came up and it's looking good we haven't harvested corn yet but um it's looking good but then you get into other areas, our tomatoes are are going crazy. I have never had tomatoes ever get this big. These are crazy nuts. Um, these are, I got these um, on clearance down at rural, or not rural, at uh, Menards. And they had, um, most of the tomato plants that we have in our area, they sell it one tomato to a pot. And they're probably... You can get them from five, four or five inches high and up, and they want like $2.75 a plant. And I'm just too much of a cheapskate to pay that. In case you didn't see that, my wife rolled her eyes at me. Now, back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so at Menards, I was looking to see what they had. 
and we got around to getting plants <coughs> a little late anyway. But they had uh, six in a little packet, just little bitty ones. And so I bought 18 Better Boy tomatoes. And my experience with tomatoes is the small tomato cage works fine because they don't get that big as far as a, a bush. Well, let me tell you, these things got huge. They got huge. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they're well over uh, five feet, six feet tall. I mean, they're humongous. Well, if, well, as they're bent down. Well, if they yeah. would have, if we could have kept training them upwards, they well, they some our, of them definitely would have gotten that big. But we had just small cages. Yeah, the small we cages. We had to put in T post and tie the cages to the T post because they couldn't support it. And then uh, we had to take twine and pull up the branches, but the branches have gone all the way down to the ground again. Yeah. Just keep growing, and we are getting lots of tomatoes. How about, what, five gallons a day, basically? Well, uh, it depends. Yeah, we have some days yeah. where there's not much. We pick every day. And others, I mean, you're, we're, getting, we're getting quite a bit, quite a few tomatoes. Um, we also got a couple of plants of the Roma tomatoes, but they're like a big Roma. I have never seen Romas this big. Now, they don't put on as many as these others do, but we've got them way too close together uh, because, again, if it was like we have some at the, the far end of the garden, they're small. They're small. These cages are perfect, and they don't have a whole lot of foliage. But uh, these other ones, yeah, they're just going like gangbusters. So we've made tomatoes or uh, uh, spaghetti sauce. We've made salsa. We've made uh, just uh, put whole tomatoes in and, and canned yeah. those. So we've been canning uh, a good little bit. And we're going to be doing probably some more canning today because we got uh, probably well, close to a five-gallon bucket, oh, if we add that. And we and, and I don't know, did you get any this morning, or did I you even look? I didn't look this morning. So, so that's doing good. Now, our onions, we did fairly well. Yeah. The weeds were getting, you know, uh, weeds have been a problem this year, like every year. But, I mean, they've been an exceptional problem. And we finally just said, let's pull up the onions and see where we're at. So they've been out curing for probably three weeks. Yeah. Um, uh, underneath a porch or not not like under a porch under an overhang on our uh, lodge and so we're going to need to uh, look at those today and get them stored uh, we did garlic and not a single garlic came up that was weird that was disappointing the weeds have been really bad on the tomato plants and I'm just going to mow them off here one of these days and just start digging them up and see what we got no, potato plants. Uh, what did I say? You said tomato Not to tomato, potato. It's too close for me this morning. <laughs> so digging plant. up the potatoes. Uh, we did do pretty good with lettuce. We yeah. really had more lettuce yeah. than what we wanted to eat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That went that went real well. The mm -hmm. carrots, not a single carrot came up. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, we planted and nothing came up. Not nothing. a single one. That was just really the, weird. The peas, again, they were overrun with the weeds and that... Uh, made a challenge, and we didn't get hardly any peas whenever we did harvest. But what we did is once we harvest the 
the peas, um, then we um, dehydrated. dehydrated them. So now we have dehydrated peas to make soups and like that this winter. Mm -hmm. so. Throw a handful <clears throat> in and yep. do it that away. Yep. Let's see, the squash, again, that was an area where it was it was a new area that had always been just grass. And uh, the uh, butternut squash and the zucchini uh, just cucumbers. in cucumbers there. And we got weird cucumbers. Yeah. These things are like the size of a baseball. They're round. And I don't know if... They taste like a cucumber. They, they just don't, don't look, look like, like, like a, a cucumber. cucumber. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're not getting any pickling done. Uh, if anybody has a bunch of cucumbers they don't know what to do with, you know, just drop it off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be glad to take them because <laughs> we're wanting to make some bread and butter pickles. Um Zucchini's done really well. They've, they've done pretty good. I, I, I Again, I think we would have been overrun if we had a better management of the grass. And that's just a thing we're going to have to get figured out and get some input from different people uh, how to uh, get a better uh, handle on that. Uh, as far as for this fall, I want to grab some, get some turnip seed and just throw it out there and see what comes up uh, yet this fall. That's from what I hear, it's fairly quick growing. So we'll see if nothing happens. Eh, it's cheap. Um, grapes are ready to be harvested. My wife just planted her hand on her forehead. Uh, <laughs> but the grapes, uh, they're ready to start being picked today. So we have a, a very old grape harbor. My estimate is it's probably close to 100 years old here on the farmstead. Uh, so... We'll be, it's Concord grapes, so we'll be gathering those. And we make grape jelly. We yes. Decided. We did grape juice last year. We went jelly this year. Yeah, we did jelly a couple years ago, probably about three or four years ago. Then last year we did juice, grape juice. Now this year we want to do grape jelly. Mm -hmm. And we did um, <coughs> put up some strawberry jelly, jam. Yeah, jam. 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 Got the strawberries from the neighbor. Mm-hmm, yep. And... Um, oh, I know what else we've canned. We've canned uh, peach pie filling yep. and peach salsa. That was good. Yeah. Peach salsa. Not, not from our peaches. We don't have peaches, but yeah. uh, pick some up at the local farmer's market. Yep. So now our quest is kind of as I've mentioned, um, as, we, as the garden finishes out, doing a lot of winter prep, getting things ready and geared up for when spring goes, uh, comes around again. So we're not as, as far behind, uh, explore different things. What's the best ways without using a whole ton of chemicals and GMO stuff, but what's some of the best ways to keep better control of the weeds, uh, whether just trying to different kinds of mulch, newspaper, grass clippings, uh, plastic mulch, um, you know what's going what's going to work best for what we want to try to do, uh, so that we got a better handle on it, uh, so we can have a better, better garden next year. I know my grandma she uh, she used to talk about how when her uh, cousins would come over uh, or sisters would come over and they'd look at her garden and they'd say, "You must have a different kind of soil here because you don't have weeds and we just have weeds all the time." 
And uh, Grandma would say, no, it's not a matter of a different kind of ground. She just spent two hours every morning with her little hoe and scraping out any weed as soon as it started to grow. And she was pretty faithful on that. Uh, so that's that's how you manage it, or that's how Grandma managed it. But we don't quite have two hours every morning to dedicate at this point in time. So any ideas? Toss them our way. <laughs> you can send your emails to farmstead at larryquicksaw.com. So there is actually an email for this. <laughs> All right. Any other things you want to talk about today regarding the farmstead? I think, <clears throat> I think we were just concentrating on the garden stuff. Oh, we got new ones. <coughs> we got baby chicks in. So, we've got a, a 49 Cornish cross that uh, are meat birds, and we're going to be uh, uh, raising them over the next nine weeks. And then we also have um, 12 little chicks that one hen hatched out uh, 11, and another hen hatched out one, and they are running around so... What does that make as far as in the chicken yard? A lot. That's our that's our thing. We're we're somewhere around 30, 30 chickens and five ducks out there. <laughs> anyway, well that's all I've got for today. Anything more you got? Nope. All right. Well, that's it from the farmstead. Hope you have a great day. Hope August is going well, and we will catch you. I'm not going to say when next time's going to be because we uh, we don't keep that promise very well. But we're going to try to, to do better. That's what we'll do. We'll keep trying to do better. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.